time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's the Retirement Roadmap Podcast, and we're going to talk about things that make you crazy in the financial world. Uh, These things will make anybody crazy, so we don't want that to happen. So we're going to talk about why they make so many people crazy, why they are prevalent in the first place, and some solutions to these problems and issues. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president at Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find him online at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, no industry is without its flaws. The financial industry is no exception, of course. So we're going to explore some of the times where we've encountered annoying or frustrating elements of the financial world and talk about why they're there and uh, solutions to them, or at least if we can understand the why, maybe we'll stop being so frustrated about them. I think this will be helpful, instructional, and uh, hopefully calming for us as well, so we don't get uh, you know angry or upset about these things. Uh, something I've heard from a lot of people before is hidden fees. They think their plan is costing them X, when really it's costing them Y, but a lot of Y was hidden, and Y is a lot bigger than X, and that can be a big cause of frustration for folks. Right. No doubt about it, Walter. And and so you know one of the one of the key things is you know as I always always caution people you know when when you're when you're looking for an advisor and whatnot you know you want to look for somebody who's a fiduciary right so that you know that they're going to be disclosing out what those management fees are going to be and and that you have a clear understanding of of you know what you're paying and what you, you know and what you're getting for what you're paying for right and you know to make sure that it's that's fully disclosed I mean most things are disclosed in the financial world even if they're quote unquote hidden but they're are not necessarily easily found, right? <laughs> and so oftentimes, you know, you have to dig through, you know, the, you know, prospectus and that, and that kind of thing to actually see what's, what may be going on, you know, whereas, you know, it, it's something that, you know, you would hope that it's going to be, it's going to be out there in the open, but it's not necessarily the case. And, you know, probably your best defense against that is, is, you know, is, is working with a fiduciary advisor that they're going to be disclosing that information to you up front and, you know, and it, and it stays out there. And like I say, you, you know, you know what you're paying and you know, you know, why you're paying it and what are the benefits that you're getting for that. Yeah, I think that's uh, actually key and something important to remember. Hidden fees, it's all about value, right? Not just about what you're paying, but just like anything else you purchase in life, what your portfolio is costing you is an important number to know, but put it in the right context of what value are you getting for what you're paying for. That's what it all uh, comes back to, right? Well, that's exactly right, Walter. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, fees of any sort are expensive in the absence of value, right? But if you're getting something for it, then it may well be worth doing, right? You know, it's just like, you know, I mean, probably the easiest example is, is like, you know, if you go out to dinner, right, and you go out to eat at, you know, at a nice restaurant and whatnot. Well, you're obviously paying more for that food than you would be if you were fixing it at home, right? But, you know, what, you know, what's going into that? You know, they're, they're giving you a nice place to eat. There's the people preparing it, people bringing it to you and whatnot. And so, there, you know, there's some fees and there's some, there's some extra cost to that. But, again, it, it may be worth doing that from time to time to give yourself a break and to be able to celebrate and enjoy different things. And, you know, and so that's one small example. But, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, whether it's like in your financial world, it's like if you're trying to do things all by yourself, you know, some folks are relatively good at that, particularly in the accumulation years. But when you start thinking about, well, how do I, you know, how do I start taking the money out and how do I be tax aware and when I'm doing that and how do I make sure that I'm leaving things, 
to folks in the most efficient manner. Well, in all likelihood, that's probably not something that you spend a lot of time, you know, learning about. And there are folks out there like myself that that's what we do all day long. And so, you know, there's value there. And so you have to just kind of, you just kind of have to determine, you know, if I work with an advisor, what am I going to get as the benefits, you know, coming out of that? And, and what's the overall picture look like? Yeah, it's important to think about um, as well when it comes to hidden fees. Lots of different angles and things to consider there. Let's bring up another topic, things that drive us crazy in the financial world. World, and that would be advisors who put their own goals ahead of their clients. That's really not how it's supposed to be. If I'm hiring someone as an advisor, they should be putting my best interests first. Is this all about that fiduciary buzzword that we've learned about over the last couple of years? There's a whole lot there, Walter. I mean, you know, there's people in companies that are in the financial industry. And oftentimes, you know, it seems like almost everybody has that title or that of advisor, right? And so you have to determine, well, what specifically does that mean? You know, I mean, are they are they an advisor or are they a broker? Are they, you know, bound to do things, you know, in your best interest? Or, you know, are they just, you know, transacting something for you, right? And so that's a big piece of that puzzle. And, and you know, and there's an awful lot of financial salespeople out there, right? There's fewer what I would call true advisors, right? But, you know, and, and all and it's all kind of mixed together and it's and it's hard to discern that. But but you you really want to you want to make sure that it's one of the first things, you know, when you're looking for, a, you know, you know, a new advisor or you're looking for a second opinion, you want to find out if they're a fiduciary because now you know that it's like they're going to be working in your interest, you know, and and then, you know, have them explain to you what that means, you know, and what their understanding of being a fiduciary is and, you know, and what types of what types of financial products or investments or whatnot. Not, would they be entertaining to put, you know, to put your, you know, to put your money into in terms of building a plan, you know, and, and, and you know, and how are they going to get, you know, how is that advisor going to get paid? It's important that you understand how all that works and, you know, and, and just, you know, so that you're not just, just blindly taking advice from somebody who might not be putting, you, you know, your, your interest in front of their own. That's a big one. Uh, that's a big one that has a, a lot of, I think, impacts. And I'm sure we could spend a whole episode on that, Glenn, I think in the interest of time. And since we want to cover a lot of different topics, we'll move on. But definitely evaluating the the goals of your advisor and the goals of you, yourself, making sure that those things are in a line and that your goals are what are being taken into account first and foremost, and, and maybe even 100% of the way. Uh, well, we'll get into that one on a future episode, I'm sure, and, and break it apart a little bit more. Let's talk about cookie cutter plans, those one-size-fits-all sales pitches. Sometimes the cookie cutter idea is nice because you can get it fast and quick, kind of clean and easy, but not necessarily a good thing for clients, right? Well, uh, that's exactly right, Walter. And I think you, you kind of have to look out for this one for, like you say, from the, you know, certain folks in the financial industry. Again, it's just like, you know, kind of those financial salespeople that are out there and it's just like kind of the one size fits all or the magic, you know, financial product, the magic annuity or the magic mutual fund that's going to, you know, do everything for you. You know, it's just like, hey, everybody should have this or, or everybody should have that. And not only in terms of, you know, of, of the folks that are out there, that are, you know, quote unquote advisors or salespeople or brokers or whatever role they're playing there. You also have to kind of look out there to the what I call the financial entertainers, you know, that are on the that are on the radio and then on the TV. And oftentimes they're they're touting, you know, a, a more of a one size fits all. Well, everybody should have this account and nobody should have that kind of an account. You know, these are the pros and these are the cons and everybody should avoid this at all costs. You know, you hear those things and it's like so folks you know, tend to have, 
you know, preconceived notions about what that, you know, about different products. And, you know, from my perspective, I look at it and everybody's situation's different and everybody's desires are somewhat different, right? In terms of what they, what they want, what they want to accomplish with the resources that they've saved and whatnot. And so, that really it really depends upon what somebody's looking for and you know and and what the and what their plan needs to be based on their desires you know if there's any number of ways to get there you know in terms of the financial products and investments that that are that are available in the marketplace but putting them together to build a plan that's specifically tailored for that that individual person or that or that individual couple is really the is really the art of you know of of planning Right. And it's 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 almost like putting together a brand new jigsaw puzzle every single time you you know you have a new client because there there is no one size fits all as far as I'm concerned. Everybody's everybody's, you know, is, is an individual plan and everybody needs to be looked at as an individual and make sure that whatever you put together as an advisor as a plan for them is going to really serve them and, and serve their needs and, and make sure that they're able to achieve all the things that they want to have. It's a really big one, Glenn, and uh, custom approach always going to outweigh that cookie-cutter approach, and that's something you've got to be aware of as an investor, a saver, and a planner. Also, we have these big companies out there who they have a lot of great big marketing budgets, Glenn, so they can make everything seem really rosy and shiny and fantastic. But then when you kind of peel back the onion a little bit, you realize that they're pushing products, not necessarily plans and strategies, but kind of just picking and choosing certain products to to pump and push to you. And um, that kind of grates against your particular philosophy as an advisor, right? Oh, it does, Walter. I mean, that's why, you know, it's like we, 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 you say, you know, you, you really want to be, you know, from my perspective, you know, I, I want to be able to have the, you know, be able to pick and choose from a variety of different companies and a variety of different products that are out there in the marketplace. I don't really want to be a, you know, a captive advisor that, that it can only work with, you know, this company or that company or this, you know, it, it just, you know, you want to be able to pick and choose and that's going to serve your clients best because not everybody's in the same situation. You know, you, you might have, you know, one, one person or one couple, you, know, you begin to understand where they're coming from and what they're, what they're needing and wanting. And then you develop a plan while you're going to look and say, Hey, it makes sense for us to utilize, you know, the, the offerings of this, you know, of, of company A. Right. Whereas I sit down, I sit down and, you know, and talk to a, another couple or another individual and we go through that same process and, and company B might be a better fit. Right. But, you know, you, you really want to make sure that it's, you know, that you can tailor fit that to, you know, who you're working with, you know, as an advisor, because like I say, everybody's a little different and not everybody needs the same things. And there's no one product. There's no one company that, that is going to be able to, you know, to solve everything for everybody. That, I think that's one of the biggest things, you know, for, for me, it's one of those things that drives me the most crazy because, you know, you see the ads on TV and whatnot, you know, and they would have you believe that it's just like, well, you just, you know, you have a meeting with, you know, with this particular advisor or, or whatnot, and they're going to fix it all for you. And, you know, you know full well that, you know, that they're, they're you know, they're a captive organization. They're only going to offer, you know, the, the you know, the products that, that, you know, that they have, you know, on their shelf, so to speak. That's probably not going to serve 
you know, the vast majority of folks out there the the best. It might serve a few, right? And it might serve a, a good number. But again, you don't want to be in a situation where, you know, you're just kind of rolling the dice and hoping that you, you that you connected with the right company versus, you know, if you're working with somebody who can work with, you know, a variety of companies, then, then, then your, your odds of having a better plan that fits your needs, I think, you know, are enhanced when, when you have somebody that has that flexibility as an advisor to pick and choose what's in the marketplace. Yeah, that is uh, that's wise and very important to remember the difference between product pushing and talking strategies in the big picture. Uh, those two things are very, very different conversations. Also, Glenn, something else that drives us crazy in the financial world that uh, would be great to fix those buzzwords and the jargon that don't really mean anything to the average person. Sometimes people in the financial industry, I think, like to use buzzwords and jargon just to make themselves sound a little bit smarter, <laughs> maybe just to confuse the end consumer so that they just you know, say, okay, I just trust you, just do what you think is right. I, well, no, I think, I think that happens a lot, Walter. I think that's true in almost, in almost any industry. Right. And so, you know, I mean, I think it's very important for for folks to understand, you know, what they have within their within their portfolio and within their financial plan. And it's it's really I think it's important to try to take, you know, to kind of you know, strip that that jargon out of out of your conversation, you know, you know, with clients and prospective clients as much as possible. Because like you say, I mean, the, the average person is not going to know what that means. And but yet at the same time, they don't want to appear like they don't know what it means. And so you, you get a false sense of maybe they think, you know, you think that they understand something, you know, and maybe they think they do. But, you know, but at the same time, you know, there was something missing in that communication. I think it's important to to really, you know, just talk in, you know, in everyday language so that, that folks really understand what's going on, what's being proposed, what makes sense and the reasons why. And, you know, and, and it's far easier to get to that place if you strip away the, all the jargon and the buzzwords, you know, from those communications and those conversations. All important information on today's show. Lots of good reasons why elements drive us crazy in the financial world, but why we can also counteract some of these things with good knowledge. Last but not least, Glenn, you know, we talked about the cookie cutter plans, but we can go too far the other direction, perhaps. You're getting a financial plan that might consist of dozens and dozens of pages that nobody really understands what's going on. It's kind of the other direction, right? An advisor might put together a plan for somebody that's so overwhelming. It looks like so much research and detail has gone into the plan when really it's just a lot of legalese or fluff. And um, again, it's kind of a you know smoke and mirrors and not necessarily indicative of the quality of the plan. Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, there's 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 plenty of software products that will that will put you know that you know you, you enter in you know a little information and poof, you've got this big you know you know elaborate you know thing like you say that it's just you know it's just like dozens and pages and and it's just like you know what does all that mean, right? I mean, I think it's important to have a plan. There's no doubt about that. But it's also important for folks to understand what it is, and it, and it's also understand you know it, it's important to have you know you know you, you want it to be sophisticated on one hand. On the other hand, it, it needs to have you know some you know uh, an element of simplicity as well. I mean, there's the more moving parts there are to it, the harder it is to you know to, you know to kind of keep it you know kind of keep it on you know on 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 the rail so to speak, or and keep it on track. You want to make sure that that you know you're 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 going to have you know your income that's going to be there for you. You want to make sure that you're you know that you're tax aware in your planning. You want to make sure that you can you, know, you can pass things on to heirs, you know, and you want to make sure that you know that you have you know you have you know certain monies that are that are growing and and you have all of those things that are there and as 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 parts of the plan. 
but it doesn't have to be, you know, you know, layered and bogged down into, you know, just pages and pages and pages and, you know, of, of stuff that it's like you read through it. And it's like after you're done, he's like, what did I just read? You know, and I think everybody can kind of relate to what I'm talking about, you know, whether it be, you know, whether it be some sort of, you know, financial forecast that they looked at or plan or or even even things that are, you know, outside in other in other uh, in other industries. Right. There's the the element of that. I think sometimes, you know, it's it seems like that there's there's the the industry is trying to justify its its own existence. Like like the more pages I put in this report, the more meaningful it will be. You know, that's not to say that, you know, you, you reduce it down to a sentence or a paragraph. You know, but at the same time, I think everybody can understand what I'm talking about. It's just like, you know, what's what's relevant and what's important. And it can probably be boiled down, you know, much more easily and much more simply so that folks really understand what's going on and, and that they can feel comfortable with it. Do any of these things drive you crazy in the financial world? If they do, give Glenn a call, talk about them, and he can provide you with some ideas and solutions for how to improve your particular situation going forward. Remember, no cookie-cutter planning, no product pushing. It's about the overall plan, the strategies that come together to help you get to and through your retirement years. And if you've got questions for Glenn, here's how to get in touch. 336-291-3535 is the number. That's 336-291-3535. Or you can go online to roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule a time to meet from your smartphone or computer. Glenn, appreciate the help on the show today. Enjoy the conversation as always, and we'll do it again next week. Very good, Walter. Take care. All right, you do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. <laughs> 